watching and listening to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We are about to get started in a moment. Thank you so much, brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Brother Black Ice, and we are, yes, we are, brothers and sisters, about to go into a lesson and deal with the lesson that I think all of us need to consider and um, implement and apply to our everyday lives. So I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to get on. Uh, For those who are out there, please let us know where you are tuning in from so that we can acknowledge you. Again, please let us know where you are tuning in from so that um, we can acknowledge you. Um, Again, welcome everyone who's out there. Welcome, 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 welcome for those who are out there. I thank you again for tuning in and watching and supporting the Bible Show Truth Hour. For those who will be watching at a later time um, that's not live, then kind of fast forward about 15 minutes into the video, maybe 10. Um, John Ben Israel, um, peace and blessings from Lafayette, Louisiana. Sister Key Israel from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, are the beaches closed there, sister? Let us know. Um, we are still, brothers and sisters, dealing with this pandemic. Don't think for one second that things have gone away. Please let us know where you are watching from. We would like to acknowledge you for those who are out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Let's see who we have. We have Sister Savannah from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Sister Mary Scott Macklin from Cleveland, Ohio. Ohio, peace and blessings to you too, my sister. Peace and blessings to you. Uh, Okay. We have Militia. Um, Tuning in from Calumet City, right down the street from your brother Black Ice. Angelina Whaley. Tuning in from Chicago. Peace and blessings, my sister. Peace and blessings to you. Who else do we have out there? And we're going to ask that you guys share the live feed. And if you just tuned in, please let us know where you are um, um, watching from. Let us know where you are watching from. See who else we have out here. We have Sister Cheryl. Cheryl, peace and blessings, sisters. Let, Let the people know where you are tuning in from where you are watching from. We appreciate you so much. Grace and Shalom, my brother Aza, tuning in from, I believe, Richton Park. Big Mike is tuning in from Chi-Town. Peace and blessings to you. Dallas, Texas, Sister Cheryl, we thank you so much. Please share the live feed. Start your watch parties. Um, The support is most appreciated, brothers and sisters. The support is most appreciated. Danielle, tuning in from Knoxville, Tennessee. L1, tuning in from the south side of Chicago. We thank you so much. Let's keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. And as you are doing that, I am sharing and texting also as well. We got um, about two minutes before we open up with our prayer. Sister Key Israel, if you don't mind, to send me the what we believe to the inbox so that it can be right there for me. When I tune in, so I would appreciate that. Thank you so much, sister. Thank you so much, brother. Let me start watch party in a couple of 
the groups that I belong to and ask that you do the same also as well. And thank you. I appreciate you. Peace and blessings from Fayetteville, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia. Michael Israel is in the building. Let's see. My sister Day. What's up, sister Day? She's tuning in from Chicago, Illinois. This is a lesson, brothers and sisters, that I um, taught maybe about a year or so ago, and I wanted to revisit this. Actually, I asked Sister Key Israel, and, you know, a lot of times I go, go to my sister and I say, hey, what should we do that we have not done in a long time? And the sister, of course, chose this lesson today, so I appreciate that also as well. Um, um, link up with me. Um, Brother Michael said he'll be in Chicago next week. I'll let you know where to go and where not to go because we still have a gun violence problem here in Chicago. So continue to pray for our city. Uh, I'll definitely continue to pray for you and yours also as well. But within the past two weeks, over seven children have gotten shot and killed in Chicago. And I'm talking about one-year-olds, eight-year-olds, ten-year-olds. And so, you know, we are not only just in the midst of a pandemic, but we're in the midst of just senseless violence um, amongst our own people, you know, amongst our own people. I was on Fox News last week, and when I spoke on Fox News, Sabrina, I see you from Brandon, Florida. When I was on Fox News, I spoke to them, and I said, black lives can't matter to everyone else unless it matters to us first. But, again, like the youth show, What's the Real Deal Israel, this past Saturday, Sabbath day, we pointed out that we are definitely under the curse of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, which is what the Lord was said he would do if we were disobedient and did not follow his statutes, laws, and his commandments, and we did not obey his statutes, laws, and commandments, and we are finding ourselves in the situation that we are in today. And for the most part, we have no one else to blame but our own selves as far as our own people, brothers and sisters. I know you and I were not back there a thousand years ago when our fathers chose to walk away from God, but we have to, we inherited that punishment also as well. So uh, we can dig more into that at a later time, at a later date, but um, I just want to implore to you, just hold on. God is good and he is merciful and he will never leave us nor for Take us, brothers and sisters. So let's go ahead and start this prayer. And again, I'm going to ask that you guys share one more time. Um, invite people to tune in um, to the show. Also, as well, we would appreciate that. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our lesson. And again, today's lesson is called Cast the First Stone. All of us are guilty, brothers and sisters, including myself. All of, the, all of us are, uh, are guilty of passing judgment, criticizing others, and um, in an attempt sometimes to make ourselves feel better, um, sometimes just in, a, in an attempt to um, get things off of our chest. We, we're, we're so emotional as a people, but again, you know, um, that's our nature. We're passionate about everything we do. So sometimes when we don't understand how the devil is trying to use us, we will allow him to get into that spirit or allow us to get into that spirit of anger and hostility and cause us to say things and do things that are not godlike. Okay? 
So let's get into it, brothers and sisters. Let's talk about it, and let's uh, let's share this word. We're going to go ahead and stand up and face the east at this time, and we're going to get, go ahead and get right to our lesson. And our lesson today is cast the first stone. Again, cast the first stone. So let's go ahead and stand up and face the east, and let's get right into our lesson. Father God, we come before you, Father God, and we say thank you, Father God, not just for what you have done already in our lives, but what you are doing that we can't see and what you will do, Father God. We pray that you cover a blessing on our, on our families, on our loved ones, keep us away from hurt, harm, and danger, Father God, and even bless our enemies, Father God. Yes, we're praying for our enemies too. Bless those who spite us, Father God. Bless those who talk evil against us, Father God. Bless those who have done things that have been evil against us, Father God, because we know that vengeance is yours and not ours, Father God. We're going we're gonna, to um, go through this lesson, Father God. I pray that you are in this lesson, that you allow me to decrease so that you may increase, Father God, and bless everybody that's listening within the listening ear of my voice, and that they may know that you are the one true God, Father God, and there's no problem, no enemy, and no issue that they have that's bigger than you. I pray that the people who are watching and listening are edified and that you are glorified. In your mighty Son, Jesus, Yeshua name, amen. All right, brothers and sisters, let's go ahead and get into our lesson today. And I'm um, going to go ahead and start our YouTube right now at the moment, and then we're going to get into the what we believe. So for those who are watching for the very first time, then you will know and understand what we believe. Because a lot of people say, what's your religion? Is your religion Israelite? Israelite is not a religion, brothers and sisters. Israel is a nationality. It's not a religion. We are Bible-based Christians. Well, what do you mean Bible-based Christians? What's the difference between uh, a Bible-based Christian and a regular Christian? Well, brothers and sisters, the version of Christianity that we have today in the churches is, is Roman Christianity. And this is why we do things that are not founded in the Bible. We celebrate pagan holidays that originally... Well, let me get into what we believe so that you will know and understand where... I am coming from, brothers and sisters. But again, we are Bible-based Christians. Every person in America who calls themselves African Americans, who are descendants of the transatlantic slave trade, because you know the people who came here on their own from Africa, they don't call themselves African Americans. If they're from Nigeria, they call themselves Nigerians. If they're from Libya, they call themselves Libyans. Ghanaians or whatever. They don't call, the only people that are called African American are the people who are actually <laughs> technically not from the 54 states or so that are in Africa. We are, we are Israelites, brothers and sisters, whom the African people sold, some by force, some by choice, into the hands of the Gentile, but again, all this was ordained by the Lord because of our disobedience. Let's go ahead and get into what we believe. We're going to go to YouTube, start in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 
Welcome, 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 our YouTube family. You're live with the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We thank you for watching. We thank you for listening. Our lesson today is cast the first stone. So let's go ahead and get into what we believe, and then we'll get right into our lesson today. Let's see. The Truth Hour Bible Class is an online social media Bible-based ministry. We teach the uncut Word of God as it is written in the Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept, as it is written in Isaiah 28 and 10. Our mission is to lead as many souls to Christ, Jesus Christ, that is, so that through the Word of God and the keeping of the commandments, they may receive salvation. Our motto is, if you cannot read it, don't believe it. What we believe, number one, we believe in the name of Jesus. We have no dispute with the use of the other names, but we prefer to use the English version, which is Jesus, because we speak English. So we acknowledge Yahshua, Yeshua, and the various other names before the letter J came into translation. Before the letter J came into translation, it was I. His name was Isus. Pick you up a 1611 King James Version of the Bible, and you won't see a letter J in it. So we acknowledge all those names. We accept all those names, but we use the English version, which is Jesus. Hopefully you can accept our version. Um, number two, we believe that Jesus alone is our Lord and Savior. Number three, we believe in the Sabbath day, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Number four, we believe in the seven feast days of the Lord as listed in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. Number five, we believe that we, so-called African-American, and those who were spread throughout the four corners of the earth through the transatlantic slave trade are the Israelites that the Bible wrote and spoke about and that the Lord's statutes, laws, and commandments apply to us. Number six, we believe that we must still keep the law to the best of our ability. Well, Black guys, why you just didn't say we still got to keep the law? Yes, we can keep the law, but if you're breaking the law and you are not knowledgeable that you're breaking the law, brothers and sisters, it is our job as ministers and as priests to come and show you according to the word of God that there are certain things that he told us not to do that you or I still may be doing. So you can't keep that which you don't know. So you keep the law to the best of your ability and the knowledge that you have as you strive to gain more knowledge, then you can keep more of the commandments because you will be informed a little bit more. Number seven, we do not believe in the lost books. Number eight, we believe that both the Old Testament and the New Testament must be used when teaching the Word of God. You can't be a New Testament Christian and Old Testament scholar. You must be both. Number nine, we don't believe in Sunday Sabbath service. We don't believe in the Trinity doctrine. We don't believe in images, holidays that originate in the worship of other gods. We don't believe in speaking in tongues without, without an interpreter. I'll say that again. We don't believe in speaking in tongues without an interpreter. We don't believe in women praying or prophesying without a head covering. We don't believe in men praying or prophesying with a head covering. That is according to the law, brothers and sisters. And I'll add this out there. We have no problem with our people marching, protesting, standing up against injustice and for the rights that this nation has already given us or the rights that we deserve as long as it is done peacefully. 
But we know and understand that because we are under the curse of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, that the freedom, justice, and equality that we truly seek won't come until the Lord brings it with him when he comes back. And that will be the end of the Gentile reign, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and get into our lesson. Again, the lesson is so important, brothers and sisters, because it deals with everyday life. It deals with real life. It deals with real circumstances. And many of us don't know how to control our emotions. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we're around here angry. We're around here, we can't, we don't have peace. We don't have peace, brothers and sisters, because we're so worried about concerned about what others are doing, what they're not doing, what they owe us, what we deserve, that we really don't forgive. We say we forgive, but we keep bringing up the things that we say that we have forgiven, brothers and sisters. So I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about how we deal with that. I want to talk about how we acknowledge that. I want to talk about how we get beyond that. So we're going to go through this Bible. We're going to read the Word of God, and we're going to find out, according to the Word of God, how we manage ourselves. Because it's really all about us. It ain't about what the other person did, what the other person said, what the other person didn't do, what the other person didn't say. It's all about you. It's all about I. It's all about us and how we control the spirit inside of us and how we allow the spirit of God to dominate the spirit of Satan. The word of God is so powerful that oftentimes we can't contain it. Emotionally, we have become so excited by inspiration we receive from new knowledge that one of the first things we want to do is to share this word with everyone we come in contact with. Many times we get in the knowledge, and many times we, we, we obtain this knowledge, but we forget that there was once a time that we were in darkness. You just didn't arrive here today, but we look at other people like they're supposed to be where we are when it took us five years, ten years, twenty years to get to where we are today, and you're not giving that same person the same time that it took you. Some of us begin to criticize for, for the things that other people don't know. And some of us begin to judge other people. This lesson will give you a blueprint on how to conduct yourselves as teachers, warners, messengers, and men and women of God. Let's go ahead and get into this word, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. We're going to start here because we want to establish something with our brothers and sisters who are watching and who are listening. And thank you so much again for supporting the Bible show Truth Hour. Let's start with the book of Ephesians, the fourth chapter. What is in the mind comes out of the mouth. I'll say that again. You can say to me, I've forgiven you. But if the words that are coming out of your mouth 
keep saying that you don't forgive me, then what am I really going to believe? Am I going to believe what you say or am I, come on. Your conversation tells a lot about what's actually in your mind. Some people, the old folks used to say, the best thing an ignorant person can do is keep his mouth shut. You ever walked around somebody or went around somebody, they got this real smooth disposition. You Man, they look, they look so wise. They look so intelligent. But the way, you found out, the way you found out how much of a fool they were is they began to open up their mouth and speak. You can say anything you want. But the revealing of your heart is sometimes in what you don't say. Do you complain more than you praise? Do you criticize more than you congratulate? Do you judge more than you show joy? The Lord asks us not to be negative or speak negatively. Let's go to Ephesians 4, 29 through 32. Ephesians 4, 29 through 32. And it reads, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, and some of us are so bitter that it just oozes out of our pores. It said, let all bitterness and anger and wrath, and clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. I got to take a drink after that. How is it that we ask for forgiveness? Forgive me. I'm sorry. Just forgive me. But we can't offer that same thing to people whose path God allowed us to cross. Don't you know that everyone had a purpose and a mission that crossed paths with you? That God allowed them to, to cross you and to disrespect you and to disappoint you? He allowed them to do that. Because in order for him to push you to the place where he wanted you to be, he had to cause some type of conflict in your life. And we don't never look at God. We always look at the person. How many times have people done things to us that we learned from? We learned from some of the situations we have been in. It made us stronger. It made us better. It didn't kill us. Do you realize that that was their job? You got mad at somebody for doing their job? It's almost like being on a sports team. You're playing basketball or baseball or football or whatever sport of your choice. You go into the opposition stadium. And when you're in that stadium, people are booing you. They're talking about you. They're talking about your mama. They're doing this. That's their job. Their job is to root against you in support of their other team. It ain't personal. 
You can't take it personal. Let God work. Let God do his job. If you didn't have those challenges, learn how to let those things motivate you. That's what I love about the Michael Jordan story so much, the last dance. He talked about how little things would motivate him and push him to the next level. God is trying to get you to work for him. You keep denying God. You keep running away from God. And he keeps sending people in your life to knock you down, and you haven't realized it yet. That this is God trying to get your attention. Let's go to, we got a lot of scriptures to cover, man. Let's go to John, the 12th chapter. John, the 12th chapter. Let's turn our Bibles there. We're talking about cast the first stone. Who's bad enough and bold enough to throw the first rock? To cast the first stone. Let he who is without sin. Let's look at the mission and the assignment of Jesus when he came in the flesh through Mary. He did not come to judge the world. So when we put ourselves in a position of a judge, we are putting ourselves above Jesus. Let's let the word be a testimony to our ministry. John, the 12th chapter, verses 46 through 48. John, the 12th chapter, verses 46 through 48, and it reads, I am come a light into the world, that whatsoever, that whosoever believeth on me shall not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejects me and receives not my words, have one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. So how are we judged? We are judged by the words that are written in this book called the Bible. 49, for I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which have sent me have gave me a commandment what I should say, and what I should do. Brothers and sisters, Jesus didn't come to judge. He came to save. So why are we putting ourselves in a position above what Jesus did? If you wait, and if you qualify for the first resurrection written about in Revelation 20th chapter, then you will become a judge but not a moment before then, brothers and sisters. As the old folks used to say incorrectly, I have no heaven or hell to put you in, but I'm going to say it correctly with knowledge, I have no lake of fire or kingdom of God to put you in. That's growth and that's wisdom. Let's go to the book of 2 Timothy, the third chapter. 2 Timothy, the third chapter. Turn your Bibles there. We, this is the way we teach, brothers and sisters. We teach this way because what we want to do, brothers and sisters, is to make you familiar with the Bible. We want to make you familiar with the Word of God. And we want to make you familiar with these things because one day you're going to have to revert back to these things. And when you revert back to these things, you need to know where to go and look for these things when you are looking for it. So let's go again to the book of... What was it, 1 Timothy or 2nd? 2nd Timothy, the third chapter. 2nd Timothy, the third chapter. 
And let's read what thus saith the Lord, brothers and sisters. Paul gives us a code of conduct that we should follow as servants. True wisdom comes from the scriptures or the word of God. The purpose of sharing the word is to inspire those who hear it and reads it to make the necessary corrections in their lives for salvation purposes. Your whole key, your whole mission, your whole purpose in life should be to gain salvation. There is a way that we must conduct ourselves in order to gain that salvation. Second Timothy, the third chapter, 12 through 17, and it reads, Yeah. And all that we live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So expect to go through hell in your own household, amongst your brothers and sisters, sometimes your parents, sometimes your husband and your wife. It says, yeah, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in these things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned from, and that from a child you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Brothers and sisters, when you get this faith, there is action that follows the, 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 the knowledge and the, and the faith that you get from the word of God, there is action. So we want to watch our conversation. We want to watch what we talk about, and we want to watch who we talk about, brothers and sisters. We know some people have been in situations where they have done some things wrong and, and quote-unquote karma has come back to bite them in the butt. It happens sometimes. You do something wrong to me, somebody else do something wrong to you. But am I going to gloat in the fact that somebody did something to you that you did to me? That's the difference between a child of God and not, brothers and sisters. Let God handle that. Let God deal with that. He sees what's going on. We're so happy because finally you got it back. The thing that you did to me finally got done to you, and I'm smiling, I'm happy, I'm, I'm gloating, I'm talking about it. No, brothers and sisters, that's not the way to carry ourselves. We've got to fight against that spirit. We've got to pray, be able to learn even how to pray for our enemy. There are two types of wisdom, that of man and that of God. No matter how wise or intelligent we think we are, it is nothing compared to what we don't know. Continue to be humble and have patience with others. James, the third chapter, 13 through 18. James, the third chapter, 
13 through 18, and it reads, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. For where edifying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without um, partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. We're talking about casting the first stone. If you just called in or if you just tuned in, we're talking about casting the first stone. Who's qualified among you to talk about somebody? To judge somebody. Who's qualified among the brothers and sisters who are watching this program today? Is there anybody on this line that has never done anything wrong? Is there anybody on this line that has not cheated, has not lied, has not done something in your life since the day that you were born? that you are not proud of? Is there somebody on here that's watching that can truly say that they've never hurt someone before by what they said or what they did? So if you and I are guilty of a moment in our lives where we've hurt somebody and we ask God for forgiveness for the things that we've done, then why are we so critical to judge someone who has done something to us? Learn how to forgive. Learn how to let go. Learn how to let God do his job. If they hated Jesus, brothers and sisters, what chance do you think you and I have if they hated Jesus and killed him? Let's go ahead and continue, brothers and sisters. Go to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. Is there anyone on this earth without sin? That's the question today, brothers and sisters. Is there anyone on this earth without sin? People will not understand the righteous thoughts and acts that comes out of someone who has accepted the word of God and applies it to their lives. They're not going to be able to accept those people. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, verses 15 through 20, and see why. 1 Corinthians, the 3rd chapter, did I say 13th? 1 Corinthians, the 3rd chapter, verses 15 through 20. Let's find out why. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Did you, did you hear what I just read? This right here is the temple 
of God. And the spirit of God dwells in you. But the question is, do we act like it? 17, if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seem to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolish with God. For it is written, he taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise. That they are vain. The Lord know what you're thinking? And a child of God knows what you're thinking. Depending on what comes out of your mouth. Brothers and sisters, let us all get better. Let us all move forward. Let's go to Matthew the 20, Matthew the 12th chapter. Matthew the 12th chapter. We're talking about casting the first stone. Are you qualified? To cast the stone. There is an old proverb that says people who live in glass houses should not throw stones. Because believe me, whatever's thrown at you, when you throw it, someone else is going to come back to you. Brothers and sisters, let's go to Matthew the 12th chapter. Be very careful when you can critique and hold others accountable. God sees and hears all. And just like Pharaoh condemned Moses and talked about the firstborn, with the same words, Moses said, you are condemned. And what happened? The firstborn of Egypt all died because of what came out of Pharaoh's mouth. Be careful as to what comes out of your mouth, brothers and sisters. I don't care if you do the action. Be careful as to what comes out of your mouth. Be careful as to what you put on your social media pages. I'm telling you, it's a spirit in it. Matthew, the 12th chapter, verses 33 to 37. Matthew 12, 33 to 37. Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruits. O generation of vipers. How can you, being evil, speak good? Speak good things. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever's in here comes out of here or comes out of here today. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you, Every idle word, again, every idle word that man shall speak or type, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. I'm reading this. This is in the book of Matthew, the 12th chapter, verse 36. I'll read that again. But I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking, Yahshua, that every idle word that men shall speak, or post on their pages, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words you shall be justified, and by the words you shall be condemned. Woo! Got to be careful, brothers and sisters. When we speak out of emotion, 
when we speak out of anger, when we post out of emotion, when we post out of anger, we got to be careful. So much for God saying, God, God know my heart. Yeah. He does know your heart, but you ain't going to be judged by what's in your heart. You're going to be judged by, brothers and sisters, your actions. Your actions, the things that come out of your mouth, the works of your hands. And that applies to us all. Let's go to Matthew, the 7th chapter. Let's go to Matthew, the 7th chapter. So we're going to stay in the book of Matthew, and we're going to go to the 7th chapter. We're talking about casting the first stone. Judge not, lest ye be judged. We are quick to talk about those sins that we have under control. Oh, you see those lesbians over there, those homosexuals over there, they know they ain't right. easy for us to talk about things that we have under control. But let us start talking about some of the things that we are guilty of. We don't want to talk about those things, but we want to point our fingers over there at what this person is doing and what that person is doing, brothers and sisters. We don't want to talk about those things. We don't want to talk about the fact that we're supposed to keep the Sabbath day. We won't talk about the fact that we ain't supposed to be celebrating Christmas and Easter. Some of these other things that we do. We don't want to talk about the fact that we ain't supposed to be eating pork, catfish, lobster. Keep, we supposed to be keeping the dark. We won't talk about those things, but we'll talk about the homosexual. We'll talk about the lesbian. Brothers and sisters. Let he who is without sin, let him, let him cast the first stone. Matthew, the seventh chapter, verses one through five, and it reads, Judge not, lest ye be judged. For with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why, and why beholdest thou the mote that is in your brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in your own eye? Or how will you say to your brother, let me pull out the mote that is in your eye, and behold, a beam is in your own eye. You hypocrite. First cast out the beam out of your own eye, and then shall you see clearly to cast out the mote out of your brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again and rend you. Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened. Brothers and sisters, we got to ask more, we got to seek more, and we got to knock more. Let's get this knowledge inside of us. So we won't look at our wife, and we won't say, hey, you talk to me, can you, you disrespectful? What have we been to her? Oh, we can't look at our husband and say, hey, you, you, dis, you did this and you did that. Well, let's, let's talk about it. What about what you, what you have done? Sometimes we got to learn how to shut up. Sometimes we got to learn how to bite our tongue, brothers and sisters, and figure out a way that we both can be right together, that we both can go forth together and in and, 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 and correction of us both. 
So sometimes when we have the group sessions with the husbands and the wives and the couple sessions, sometimes I ask the question, I say, hey, let's go around the circle. And everybody in the circle talks about what you can do better in your marriage or in your relationship. Point out some flaws that you have and how you need to work on fixing the flaws that you have. Don't talk about what your mate is doing wrong and what your mate can do better. Let's talk about what you can do better. All right? So, brothers and sisters, we got to start changing the way we flow and the things that we do. So let's go here, brothers and sisters, to 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. And this is a little bit lengthy, but we got to get through it. Many of us know the law of this book, and we use it to our advantage. Many of us have a debating spirit, not to edify the listener, but to edify ourselves. This is just as bad in the eyes of God as the lawbreaker. Remember, we didn't always know what we know now. We didn't always do what we do now. Give the people the opportunity to grow and don't kill their spirit based on what they don't know, brothers and sisters. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter, and we're going to start at verse 1, and it reads, Dare any of you having a matter against another? Go to the law before the unjust, and not before the saints. Do you know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that we shall judge angels? And this is why Satan was so upset, because those who are in the first resurrection is going to be judges over the second resurrection. And the angels got to be judged just like we got to be judged. It says, know you not that we shall be judged, that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgments of this pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. I speak to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you? No, not one that shall be able to judge between his brothers. But brother go up to the law with brother, and that before the unbelievers. Know therefore there is utterly a fault among you, because you go to the law one with another. Why do you not rather take wrong? Why do you not rather suffer yourselves to be defrauded? No, you do wrong and defraud and that your brethren. So in other words, we're judging them so much for the wrong that they do, but we don't want to admit ourselves about the wrong that we do. Know you not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor uh, infamous nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor idolaters, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor uh, revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, even I, brothers and sisters. But you are washed, but you are sanctified, set apart. 
but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. So, brothers and sisters, we all walked that path before. We all have been in those situations that I named. So, again, just because you're not where you were yesterday today, what gives you the right to look at your brother and your sister because he or she is not where you are today? They were you were yesterday. But you forgot where you used to be. So now you are ready to cast the first stone. Let's go to Galatians, the sixth chapter. We, ha- we have to hold up one another, brothers and sisters. Be strong for one another and allow God to work on that person like he worked on you. Galatians, the sixth chapter, and let's go ahead and read, starting at verse 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in fault, you which are spiritual, restore such in one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, least that also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. But every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. For he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. So, brothers and sisters, we all got to pass through this fleshly body. But when God wakes us up in the resurrection, we want to obtain everlasting life. We don't want to be in the lake of fire. So how we carry ourselves now, and I like to call this life an audition for everlasting life. How we carry ourselves now determines where we go after we are resurrected. The lake of fire or the kingdom of God. It says, and let us be... And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we not faint. So don't fall off your square. Keep going, brothers and sisters, till you take your last breath. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. I hate to see my brothers and my sisters debating and fighting against one another, brothers and sisters. Sometimes we have to say, hey, I'm going to let it go. And I'm not going to force the truth of this word of God on you. If you don't see it today, I'm going to let it alone and let God work with you. Maybe it may not be time for you to see it. Maybe it may not be time for God to reveal unto you the things that he has revealed unto me. I have to be okay with that. I have to not let that bother me, brothers and sisters. My job is to just share with you and to teach you the things that are written in this book. What you do with it once I give it to you, as the Lord has given it to me, my hands, like Pilate, is clean, brothers and sisters. 
We're almost done, brothers and sisters. We are almost there. We are almost there. Um, let's go ahead and go to the book of Romans, the 14th chapter. Romans, the 14th chapter. And let's go there, Romans, the 14th chapter. Hopefully, somebody that's listening and watching, brothers and sisters, it is getting across to you, hopefully. Romans, the 14th chapter. Don't allow the lack of knowledge that someone else has to cause you to ridicule them. You share the word. They continue in their way. Love them still and give them to God. They have a desire to know the truth of the word of God as it is um, God will reveal it unto them. Go back and listen to our lesson, Planting the Seeds of Salvation. Go back and listen to, listen to that lesson. Um, planting the Seeds of Salvation. It talks about how one person is going to plant the seed of curiosity, the first person that they hear it from. You may not be able to do th- nothing else but plant that. Somebody else going to come by and plant the seed of confirmation. You know, I heard that from somewhere before. You saying the same thing that I heard. Might be two different people. Another person may come and water the seed. But don't get mad if you can't do it all, brothers and sisters. Don't get mad if you can't do it all. Just play your role. Be comfortable in playing your role. And you will be all right. It's not about you. Get yourself out of the way. It's ego and it's pride when we get upset because we ain't the one that got across to the person. You did your job. Wipe your hands. You can't be blamed anymore. Romans, the 14th chapter, we're going to start at verse 1. Him that is weak in the faith, receive him, but not to doubtful disputions. For one believes that he may eat all things, another who is weak, eat herbs. Let him that eat despise him that eateth not. And let not, I'm sorry, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. So in other words, brothers and sisters, this was written for the Jews or the Israelites. So we're not talking about pork and catfish where it says, you know, one believe that he may eat all things and another who is weak only eat herbs. Be mindful and be clear, brothers and sisters, that um, we're, we're, we're teaching the word of God, so we are dealing with those Israelites that were in Rome, and then we're teaching to the people, the Gentiles, that have gathered themselves unto the Israelites. So we know that there was a dietary law, but meat was included in the dietary law. So you can eat fish as long as they have fins and scales. You can eat animals as long as they chew the cud, split the hoof, and be cold-footed. But then you got some vegetarians that say, hey, look, meat ain't good for you. I'm going to go straight vegan. And if that's your choice, that's fine. But you can't tell me that God doesn't want us to eat the meat that he allowed us to eat. 
So it says here, for one believe that he may eat all things, another who is weak only eat herbs. Let not him that eat despise him that eat not. And let not him that eat not judge him that eat, for God hath received him. Who are you that judges another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yeah, he shall be holding up. For God is able to make him stand. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not the day, to the Lord he does not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, and he that giveth, th- giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not, to the Lord he eateth not, and give God thanks. For none of us lives to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For, what, for whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, we all belong to the Lord. We all are in an effort to get this thing right and in a journey to get this thing right. So don't go out here and discourage your brothers and your sisters who are trying to get this thing right. Share with them the word of God. Let them know what it says. Answer the questions that they may ask you with scripture, not based on your own opinion of things. And pray for them, brothers and sisters. As you do yourself. Let's go to John the 8th chapter. We got two more places. John the 8th chapter. The best example we have in the word of God is the story of the woman who committed adultery. And the people of Israel took up stones to stone her. I ask you, the listener, the watcher of this program and the reader, the same question. Before you pick up the stone to throw it at your brother or your sister, Are you without sin? Are you without sin? Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. We're going to go ahead and go to the book of John, the 8th chapter. John, the 8th chapter, verses 1 through 7. Jesus went into the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple. And all the people came unto him and sat down and taught and taught them. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what say you? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone at her. The question we've always wondered is if they caught the woman in a act of adultery, then where was the man? She wasn't by herself. You see how we judge? If it was left up to us to judge, we would be biased 
in our judging. Here it is. It's two people together. You bring one of the two. Like only one of them are guilty. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. We're going to end this thing in the book of Proverbs, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Proverbs, the 18th chapter. Proverbs, the 18th chapter. And we're closing out. I thank you so much for tuning in. Please share this lesson. Start your watch parties. We all need to hear this. We all need to grow, brothers and sisters, because there is none of us perfect. None of us are without sin. And none of us are in the position to condemn someone for what they have done when we have done things ourselves. Proverbs 18:21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Life and death is in this. This is why people have a problem. It's because of this. It's because of this. This is why people have a problem, brothers and sisters. Oh, they acting funny towards me. They, what did you say? What did you post? What did you do? Even if you didn't do nothing, what did you say? How did you say it? Proverbs 17 and 27, and we're closing out. And it reads, He that have knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Brothers and sisters, today we have some difficult decisions to make, some difficult choices. Knowing what we know and seeking God as we seek him. How are you carrying yourself? How, how are we carrying ourselves? Are we basking in the downfall of other people? Irregardless of what they've done to us, are we basking in their downfall? Are we still holding on to the things that people have done to us? Are we still holding on to those things? Have we not forgiven? How do you know whether you're holding on to those things or not? It's in your conversation. This is how you can tell whether or not you've let things go. Do you still bring them up and talk about those things? Hmm. Brothers and sisters, we've all been there before. We've all have faced that problem. I gotta, I, I gotta read this because I want you to understand what the law of God is. I gotta close out with this. I'm sorry, Sister Key Israel. I got one more. Matthew the sixth chapter. Let's stay in the book of Matthew. Let's close out with the sixth chapter. Let's close out with the sixth chapter. You guys are familiar with this. When they asked the Lord, how do you pray? This is what the Lord said to them. Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day. 
our daily bread. That's the word. And forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. You see how those two things are connected together? Let's go down to 14. It says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Brothers and sisters, if it's hard for you to forgive, it's going to be just as hard for God to forgive you. This ain't about your friend. This ain't about your wife. This ain't about your husband. This ain't about your mother. This ain't about your father, your sister, your brother, your family member, your friend, your co-worker. This ain't about them. It's all about you and God and getting yourself right. So when you stand before him and your life is weighed in the balance and he's looking at your life and what you have done, at the end of the day, he can say, well done, my faithful servant. This is why it's good to forgive. It's not for the person who really did what they did to you. It's for you to get it right with God because this is his commandment. We want to thank you so much for listening and watching another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on the four-time national award-winning POET radio. I am your host, Brother Black Ice. Um, Hopefully our brother Messenger will get a chance to dip in and out um, throughout the lesson. His um, shift has changed on his job, and so we want to keep that brother and his family in our prayers. Uh, I want to pray for definitely our young people um, out there. They are going through so many things, brothers and sisters. Seeing like most of these young people are out here, I ain't going to say most of them, but a lot of them are out here smoking this new form of marijuana called loud, and their cars are smelling like it. It's just, and they don't understand what this is doing to their mind and in their spirit, brothers and sisters that this is a weaponized drug, that the... Mm. Pray for my city, brothers and sisters. Seven young, seven babies shot and killed in, in, in a matter of seven days. And so, yes, I'm an activist, community activist here in Chicago. I do mentorship programs. I reach out to the youth. It, 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 it hurts my heart when I see are people dying, brothers and sisters. But I understand at the same time that this is part of that curse. So let's try to save as many people as we can. Keep sharing this word. Keep delivering this word. Keep tuning in on Tuesdays. Please go to YouTube and like our like our channel. We need about 300 more people to like our channel. Subscribe to it. It's called Truth Hour TV. And our brothers and sisters on YouTube, please go to our Facebook channel. And and follow that, and that is called the Bible Show Truth Hour. And if you would like to be added to our text message invite reminder list, then text your name and the keywords Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Again, that's 312-719-7310. When you text that number, 
along with your name, and you will get a text message. And that text message, brothers and sisters, will let you know that we're about to go on air, what our topic or subject is for that particular um, Tuesday night. And, you know, like I said, it's to give you a reminder, brothers and sisters. So, again, I love you. I thank you. I'm going to go ahead and sign off right now for our YouTube listeners. I'm going to sign off from you, and then we're going to go ahead and pray out with our Facebook. Until next Tuesday, YouTube, peace and blessings in Jesus' name. All right, let's go ahead and uh, get up out of here. Um, what? With the <laughs> thank you so much. And again, if you guys want to make a comment. Um, we'll go to the phone line and hear what you thought about this lesson. I would like a few of you guys to call in. I'm going to put the number in the thread. Okay. So the number is in the thread. Thank you so much. Therese, you teach me how to pronounce that, but I already got your text. Thank you so much. I'm going to lock you in and include you in the text invite. So listen, I just put up the number, and I want you to call in right now and let us know what you thought about today's show, all right? While you're doing that, I'm going to stand up, face the east, and pray out. Father God, we come before you once again, Father God, we say thank you for another powerful lesson, Father God. It is your word, and it is all about you, Father God. We ask that you soften our heart, Father God. We know that we are dealing with past hurt. Some of us are dealing with church hurt. Some of us are dealing with being molested and, and raped, and, 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 and our fathers were never in our lives, or we've been orphaned off, or we've been in bad marriages. Father God, whatever it is, Father God. Give us a forgiving spirit, and give us a forgiving heart, Father God. We ask that you forgive us, Father God, because we know not what we do. Father God, we ask that you cover us, Father God. We pray that everyone that was listening was edified and that you were glorified. In the mighty name of your precious son, Jesus Yeshua, amen. Let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and see what our brothers and sisters thought. Caller, you're on the line. State your name and where you're calling from, 773-808. Uh, Duncan Ellington, uh, I came in late, but the word was on time dealing with uh, forgiveness. Uh, I battled with some forgiveness, some, some deep hurt within the family for a while, but I finally released it after some time. And uh, the the uh, the the uh, the issue that you brought about about marijuana and the uh the 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 losing of lives of our young people so i came in late but it was right on time to deliver a message and i had my grandchildren and my goddaughter in the car so i was right on time for them to hear that word so i just thank you that god's always got a message on time even when we humanly miss some things that we've uh, slip the time slip by for us, and you know, because I planned on being being in hearing the whole show, but God had a message at the end. I I remembered and I I caught it, so I thank God for that. Thank you so much, my brother. I want to say peace and blessings to 
Teraja, Teraja, Israel, and uh, Brother Chris, Mathia. Thank you so much. You guys sent me text messages, and I will be locking you in, and you will be added to the text message invite reminder list. So right before we go live next Tuesday, then you will get a reminder that we're about to go live on the air. I'll also send you our YouTube link so that you guys can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. If there will be no more callers at this time, we're going to end our program. I want to say I love you again. Peace and blessings to Team Truth Hour, who's always on point, always helping to share this word that we are releasing, and we need more brothers and sisters like yourself to help in this online ministry. It has nothing to do with where you go to your physical edifice, but we would like for you to join us and help us with this online ministry. Help us to share this lesson, invite people to the lesson, uh, help us research at some points in time some of the lessons that we put together. So if you would like to be added or if you would like to become a part of Team Truth Hour, we want you. We need you. So reach out and just say, hey, I would like to become a part of Team Truth Hour. And we, we will reach out to you. And uh, we will definitely, brothers and sisters, um, love to have you. I want to say peace and blessings again to my team, Team Truth Hour. And um, Brother Adrian, Sister Amber, Brother Bakersman, Brother Brandon, Sister Crystal, Wells, uh, Sister Hadassah, Sister Janet Cruz, Brother Jordan, Brother uh, Messenger, of course, Sister Crystal Osborne, uh, Ebron, Sister Key Israel, who um, our sister um, is the... Um, I ain't going to even throw no title on it, sis. <laughs> I ain't going to throw no title. But she is the one who vets all of our um, our members, and she's the one who does the interview process with you. Uh, I got you, Chris. We will connect you with – Chris said he would love to become a member of Team Truth Hour. We're going to connect you with Sister Key Israel. Uh, we got another caller before we hang up. 269-779. Call us. State your name and where you're calling from. Am I on? Yes, you are. Uh, how are you today? Oh, I, okay. My name is Crystal Horton, and I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Hey, sister. How are you? Hi. How are you? I am. I'm tired now, but I'm doing good. <laughs> I just wanted to call and let you know that this lesson was right on time for me. I, um, I've been going through some things, and, you know, when you, you know, pointed out through the scriptures about forgiveness, you know, I've had some things on my heart, you know, concerning a few individuals, and when you pointed out that, you know, if you continue to talk about, you know, the things that's been hurting you and, you know, um, that you've been going through, um, I, you know, uh I just uh, want to say that, you know, this lesson right here was right on time for me because I, I do. Sometimes I bring up things that I say that, I you know, I um, forgive the individuals for what they have done, but sometimes I do bring up, you know, the things that they have done, and I know, you know, um, I shouldn't um, – 
I shouldn't bring those things up if I truly have forgiven those individuals. So, you know, I want to say that, you know, all your shows, I mean, I I truly enjoy them. And, I mean, you're right on point every time with every topic. I mean, it's almost like, you know, the Lord is oh, listening to me um, when I pray to him. You know, you bring up every topic that, you know, has uh, gone through my head, you know, um, on what I need, you know, uh, confirmation on, you know, by the way of uh, the scriptures that you bring forth. I I just want to thank you, you know, and tell you I appreciate your show and I appreciate the scriptures and the topics that you bring forth. You're right on point. You know, this lesson tonight was fire. And, you know, I encourage everyone to chime in on this lesson because it was, you know, it was confirmation for me that there's something I need to work on, you know, as far as forgiveness. And I just want to thank you, brother. Well, you know, sis, um, many, on many occasions I do lessons because these are things that, you know, I've had issues with or currently deal with. You know, and so in teaching, I'm working on myself also as well. Um, The death of my son caused me to look at life in a whole different perspective. You know, Mm -hmm. I really don't let a lot of things bother me, and sometimes that's a blessing and a curse because, you know, um, you know, it's like when my son passed, it's like, you know, what could hurt me more than that, you know what I'm saying, other than my other son, you know, passing away. But, you know... God worked on, I, I don't, it was something that he did to me, you know what I'm saying, when those things happened. And so I became more focused. I became more, I, I became more open, you know. And sometimes my wife tells me that I am too forgiving, you know. I, you know, in, in other words, she's so protective of me that she say, mm-hmm. you know, this person doesn't need to be around you anymore, you know. They've already done what they've done, you know, and you still allow this person, you know, to come around you or give this person opportunity or what mm-hmm. so have you. And, you know, I have to explain to her, they, you know, this don't bother me. I've let this go, you know what I'm saying. I, they would never be as close as they once were, but... Yeah. It's not personal because I understand that they did what they felt they had to do and they did mm-hmm. what God allowed them to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, yeah. So it became, you know, so much not a personal thing, but people who love you, once mm-hmm. you express to them that you've been hurt by someone, they're going to hold that person accountable even sometimes more than you're going to hold them accountable. You mm-hmm. know, so, We've got to be careful when we talk about it because, see, once we talk about it, what we do is we allow the people whom we love to come to our defense, and they're going to develop some type of um, viewpoint of that person, although that person has not done anything to them, but because you've expressed that they've done something to you, they're going to look at that person. That's just like they say in a marriage, don't talk to your family about what your husband or your wife do. Because you're right. going to go back and you're going to forgive them, but your family not. Yes, 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 yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, brother, for all that you do. I thank the Lord that he has instilled his word in you. And you, you keep doing what you do, brother, because the Lord is with you.
Well, thank you, sister, and you keep, you know, encouraging me because, again, you know, um, working a regular job, 9 to 5, Brother Julius and I work at the hospital, um, and this is the trauma center where all the gunshot victims come and all the COVID-19 positive people come. And so, you know, I got that going on, and then I'm the chief union steward at my facility. So I'm representing people on my day off, on vacation every day. I got to deal with management every day. And then, of course, there's regular life. But I still try to carve out and make time to put these lessons together. And, again, I thank Team Truth Hour for helping with that. And, again, any brother and sister who's out there who would like to be a part of Team Truth Hour and help us, all you got to do is just help share the word, invite people, sometimes help us develop lessons, come up with lessons, and you know, help help us, you know what I'm saying, that help us get this word out. That's what it's all about because, again, just like it touched this sister today, somebody else out here probably in your network needs to hear it, and if you shared it, then it might yeah. get to somebody who yeah. definitely yeah. needs to hear it. So I want to thank you again, my sister, and all praises is due to God for giving yeah. me this gift. Yes, blessed bless be the God of Israel in the name of Jesus. Yes, absolutely. That's right. That's right. Thank you, brother. I got to come up there and visit Kalamazoo now. Did you say, did you say Kalamazoo? Yes. Yeah, I got I to come sure. up there and visit. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, sis. All right. Yep. Peace. Peace. All right, brothers and sisters, if there's no one else that would like to call in and to share their thoughts on today's show, then we're going to end this thing. And again, I want to say that I thank you and peace and blessings, everybody. Good night. In Jesus' name.